Hello and welcome to Somatic Solace with me, Monique. I'm a retired somatic therapist and in this podcast I'm sharing recordings from previous classes. If you're not familiar with somatics, it's a therapeutic technique that honors your embodied wisdom. Movements are slow and I'm very fond of rocking or swaying motions with pauses to notice how the movement may continue to resonate in your being. Somatic solace is a very gentle practice of being present to each passing moment. Please always, always move at your own pace and sink into restful stillness whenever you want. This is your practice. I'm merely offering a few suggestions. So here in the Pacific Northwest, some of our spring flowers are already starting to peek their heads out of the soil. It's typically very mild at this time of year, but it's usually another month or so until the spring flowers begin to return. But this is what's happening. And as such, today's practice is a playful exploration of some spring salutations. We'll bow our heads to the ground like the heliobore and stretch tall as we reach for the sky like colorful tulips. We'll tuck into folds and expand with fresh perspectives. At the end of our session, I read from Padraig Otoma's book, In the Shelter, and I'll read it to you now. We'll bookend our practice. Hey, I'll, I'll read it to you now and then I, I read again at the closing of our practice. So in the shelter is the book. It's the first chapter. It's very soon into its book. It's page nine in my copy. So it's right at the beginning, right? Hello to here, it's called. And he starts with a snippet from a poem by David Wagner. The poem is called Lost. Stand still. The trees ahead and the bushes beside you are not lost. Wherever you are is called here, and you must treat it as a powerful stranger. So that's the poem. And this is what Padraig has to say. The truth of this poem is an old truth. There are the places you wish to go, there are the places you desperately wish you never left. There are the places you imagine you should be. And there is the place called here. In the world of Wagner's poem, it is the rooted things, trees and bushes that tell the truth of the person who is lost. The person with legs and fear who wishes to be elsewhere. The person must stand still. Feel their body still on the ground where they are in order to learn this wisdom. This is not an easy wisdom. It is frightening wisdom. In Irish, there is a, fra there is a phrase. Oh, forgive me all Irish speakers for this. Okay, the phrase is Ar egla na hegla. That translates as for fear of fear. It is true that there are some things that we fear, but that there, there, it is true that there are some things that we fear, but that there is even deeper a fear of fear. So we are prevented from being here, not only by being frightened of certain places, but by the fear of being frightened by of certain places. <laughs> so stand still the poet advises. Learn from the things that are already in the place where you wish you were not. Hello to the fear of fear. Hello to here. <laughs> I suggest having a big mug of warm herbal tea or some water nearby, as well as any other things that support you in finding deep comfort. Maybe some blankets, some pillows, warm socks. 
All right, let's get into some somatic solace. Today, I was thinking we would explore some folding. Um, some folding to the side and folding forward and maybe some very long um, back bends, like all the way from the tailbone up to the tip of the head. So a, a long extended back bend rather than a, a small, very precise, concentrated back bend that we can sometimes do um, in yoga practice, like with the Sphinx or Cobra is a very, um, it's quite a powerful backbend, right? But let's do something gentle. Let's, I'm thinking of length. I'm thinking that today we're going to pretend we're flowers coming up out of the soil. And you know how some flowers, they bow down towards the earth, like the heliobores? And then some cut, rise up really quite tall, like the tulips. I'm really impressed with all the, the flowers right now. They're putting on a great show. <laughs> I'm here for the party. I'm here for the spring party. So I'm going to lead today's practice sitting. I'm, I'm in a seat. I'm sitting, I'm sitting on the floor. Um, you're welcome to sit in the chair. And I think most of these movements will translate to laying down in a bed. And I'm sure as we move through the practice, um, as my mind starts to engage and visualize the movement, if, if I can offer any sort of uh, ways to access any movements laying down, I'll share that. So come to a comfortable, uh, comfortable seat. That's what you've chosen today. And let's start by rubbing the palms of our hands together to generate some heat. Remember, we're going to explore and pretend that we're flowers today. So let's start in the soil. So our palms are nice and warm and lay the heels of your palms in your eyes, in the eye sockets, bringing a little bit of warmth to your eyeballs. Your eyelids are closed. Maybe let out a few sighs with your exhale. And look around this darkness here, the darkness behind your eyelids. Gaze into the darkness. See what you see. And then slide your palms down your face so that now your fingers are in front of your eyes. Your eyelids are perhaps still closed. And fan your fingers a little bit to let in more light or draw your fingers together to close off the light. So you can, you can manage how much light is coming in to your awareness through your eyelids by how far you fan your fingers. Just playing a little bit with your awareness of light, seeing what it's like to be in darkness and then to peek up into the light. Moving in between Shades of darkness, shades of gray, shades of light, different levels of brilliance. And then let's take our fingertips up into our scalp. We've done this before. And begin to draw circles around your scalp. Go along the front of your scalp, maybe along the, the hairline, behind the ears, come to the back of your scalp. Dragging your fingertips through your hair, 
starting to increase and stimulate the blood flow here in your cranium. And then finish that off with some tapping. Tap a little bit into your scalp. Maybe these are raindrops falling on the soil. Maybe you'll have some new thoughts later today. And then tap down the side of your face, in front of your ears, down your jaw. Come to the center of your chin, maybe tapping with just one finger now, one finger on each hand. And then brush from the chin, the center of the chin, out towards the earlobes. And do that a few times. So the center of the chin, out to the earlobes. So you're just stroking very gently your chin here. And then come up and stroke from the sides of your nose, across your sinuses, your cheekbones, out towards your ears. And do that a few times again. A little bit of uh, lymphatic stimulation here for our sinuses. So many of us have seasonal allergies, right? And then draw your, your fingers now around the bones, your eye socket. So up the sides of the nose, across the brow and circle down towards the cheeks again, towards the nose. So making circles here around your eye socket. And then bring your fingertips up to the center of your hairline where it meets the brow and circle down the sides of your face towards your ears, to your chin and lift off and come back to the center of your hairline and circle down again. And one more coming up to the center of your brow, circling down outside of your face towards your chin. And then place your palms on your cheek and give yourself a little, a little squeeze here, a little bit of pressure, a little hug. Maybe sigh. Release your hands. Maybe close your eyes or soften your gaze by looking down at the ground. And pause here for a moment. And without changing anything, Notice the path that your breath is taking. Notice which parts of your body respond to the inhale and the exhale. And then if it's comfortable today, begin to breathe in and out through your nose. I suggest this for a few reasons. Breathing in and out through our nose warms the air as it comes into the body. And it also filters it. And it also stimulates the relaxation response. And it also brings clarity to the mind. So there's quite a few qualities of breathing in and out through your nose. As I mentioned earlier, many of us have seasonal allergies. So today may not be the day for breathing in and out through your nose. And that's all right.
Now let your left ear come towards your left shoulder. So we're beginning to take a little bit of a, a stretch here on the right side of the neck. And I have a lot of sensation today in this side of my neck. If you would like to um, add another layer of sensation, you can reach out with your right hand. So if you're stretching the right side, reach out with the right hand. It could be suspended in the air or maybe the fingertips are resting on the ground. Or another thing that I know people like to do is to bend their elbow and place the back of their hand in their lower back. So that also, that changes, changes where the stretch happens. So moving your right hand around will change how the sensation is. It will either increase, decrease it, or move it, bring it to a different location. If your hand is extended, bring it back towards your body and then roll your chin forward and bring the, and keep traveling around in a half circle. So now that the right ear is leaning towards the right shoulder and resist the urge to lift the shoulder to the ear. Let the shoulder also be soft. Let the shoulder also be pulled by gravity towards the earth. And your breath here can give you a lot of information. If you're finding it a little difficult to breathe, if your breath is a little short or a little sharp, then lift yourself out of the stretch a little bit to give space, to give the breath space to move. And if you wanted to change the sensation, again, reach out with your left hand. So now you're stretching the left side of your neck and you're reaching out with the left hand. And it could be suspended in the air or maybe the fingertips are resting on the ground or maybe the back of your hand is tucked into your lower back. And then once again, let your, or bring your hand back towards your body. And then let your chin roll down towards your chest and continue in a circle with your head moving gently. And one thing I can offer here is to imagine that you are drawing a circle with your chin. So when you get up towards the ceiling, rather than reaching with your nose or the top of your head, reach with your chin, reach your chin towards the top of the ceiling, and that will engage the muscles at the front of your neck. So moving slowly in a circle here, and being aware of all the tiny muscles and all the really fascinating joints here in your neck. And then the next time you come towards your chest, stop here for a moment and then reverse the circle. So take the circle now in the opposite direction, drawing a circle in the air up towards the ceiling with your chin. And one more circle, and then bring your chin to rest 
on your chest. Now, if your legs are crossed, consider reversing the cross. Consider unbinding your legs and taking them in the opposite cross. Bring your hands to your knees, holding onto your knees for a little bit of leverage. And on the inhale, draw yourself forward, arching your back a little bit and begin to look up towards the ceiling. And then on the exhale, curl your chin, tuck your tailbone, and round your back. Inhale, begin to arch your back, begin to look up towards the ceiling. And then exhale, curl into a little ball. You could even hold on to your knees and it can allow you maybe to curl a little bit tighter. So we're curling into a tight little bud. And then on the inhale, expanding and reaching up towards the sky. So following your breath, let your, your breath set your pace. My breath is probably different than yours. And on the inhale, you expand. And on the exhale, you draw inwards, curl into a little ball. If you want to add a little bit more movement on the inhale, also reach up with one hand. Reach fingertips up towards the sky and then on the exhale, bring that hand back down. And then when the next inhale comes, use the alternate arm. So you're alternating between one arm and then the other, moving with your inhales and your exhales. Once more with each arm. And then pause, come to rest here, or just for a moment for a beat. And then when the next inhale comes, both arms reach up towards the sky. Maybe open your arms, receive the sunlight. And then with your exhale, draw the arms back down, draw inwards once more. And inhale, expand and reach, look towards the sky and exhale, draw inwards towards the soil and twice more on your count. And then come to a moment of rest, moment of stillness. Check out how your breath is moving now. Now let's change our seat. So extend your legs out in front of you. They could, they could be straight in front of you or they could be open a little bit in a V. That's what I'm doing today. My legs are open in a V, coming out diagonally from my hips. We're gonna do some side bends. You know, start to stretch out each side of the rib cage. 
So inhale and reach your hands up towards the sky. Exhale, bring the left hand down to the ground and begin to lean over towards the left. So check in with your neck here. Where would it be most supportive for your gaze to be? Do you wanna be looking up towards the sky, forward or down to the ground? So take some little micro movements with your head and find where you feel supported, where there's not a whole lot of uh, tension. Your hand can be passive or it can be engaged by spreading the fingers wide and making this a very intentional reach. And breathing deeply here, seeing how deep you can get your exhale. See if you can't feel the your lung expanding here on your right side. Can you feel the ribs on your right rib cage expanding? And then if it feels all right, I'm going to lean back a little bit, lifting your heart towards the ceiling. And you might need to readjust where your left hand is on the floor to give you support. So this is a bend and a twist. And then coming back to the center and now we're gonna to bow towards the ground. So let your right hand come diagonally down towards your left knee, down towards the ground, and a little salutation to the soil, a little soil salutation. So bow to the ground. So now you're doing a twist and a fold to the left side of your leg. And then inhale your arms back up towards the sky and turn back towards the center and let your arms come down to rest at your side. And notice how the right side of your body feels and the left side. The right side of my body from my hips along my ribcage and up to my shoulder, they feel wider and deeper. I feel like the back part of my right side of my back is reaching further back. So I, I feel quite expanded in the right side. So let's now stretch and bend and twist the left side, the rib cage. Inhale and reach both hands up towards the sky. And then with the exhale, let the right hand come down to the ground and the left arm reaches over the head, reaches towards the wall on your right. And if it if it's if it's there for you today, see if you can't align your ear with your inner elbow. So your inner elbow is um, in line with your ear and your fingertips are reaching. So either your hand is active by spreading your fingers and engaging all the muscles in your arms, or it's more of a passive stretch. It's up to you if you make it active or, or passive. And again, noticing if the breath is comfortable in this position, or if there needs to be a bit more space to facilitate movement of your inhale and your exhale. And 
Now we're gonna lean back. So on your next inhale, open your heart towards the sky. Reposition your right hand to feel supported. And now your left arm, it's not aligned with your ear anymore. It's reaching a little bit diagonally out of the shoulder. This is our twisted fold. Inhale the arm back up towards the ceiling and then on the exhale, sweep forward and bring your left fingertips down towards the earth. And again, readjusting where the right hand is, readjusting your head. So now this is a folded twist. And again, we're saying hello to the earth, hello to the soil, bowing to the earth. And then inhale, sweep your arms back up towards the sky and exhale, draw them down the center and bring them to rest. Now let's once again, readjust our legs. So in a kind of, uh, we've, we've done a few different positions with our hips. So hopefully there's also some um, some stretching that's happening in the in the hip flexors and uh, bringing a little bit of space into there as well, as well as our rib cage and our sides. So I'm gonna come and sit on the, I was sitting on a bolster. Now I'm gonna come and sit on the floor. And my invitation is to um, draw the soles of your feet together Bend your knees, draw the soles of your feet together so you're making the shape of a diamond in front of you. So now this is a, a third way, a third posture for your legs. So now let's uh, see how it is to fold forward over our legs. So if you do have a bolster or if you have a blanket or if you have a, a little stool or something close by, I didn't warn you of that, so it's not necessary. <laughs> I, think, I think our bodies are all the props we need, but if you do have a pillow handy and you wanna bring it into your practice, by all means do. So this, this shape, I think, um, I think it's beneficial to hold it for a minute or a minute and a half, maybe even two minutes. Um, it's more, um, the intention is to begin to um, let the muscles understand that we're in a stretch and they stop holding and they release. And then the fascia that is around absolutely everything can begin to also soften and relax. And then when we come out of the shape, the fascia and the muscles go and they come back and it helps to lubricate our whole body. It helps to keep the fascia nice and juicy. So if we can hold a static um, stretch for a few moments, for a few minutes, and if we can hold it in stillness, that is really supportive to the fascia. And I think spring's all about being juicy, right? <laughs> so let's inhale and reach our arms up and then exhale and fold forward Lead with your chest, lead with your heart, and then land wherever you land. And when you land, um, feel supported. So use your hands to really support you and your arms. You wanna be able to feel like you can hang out here for a while. And when you found a spot where you can hang out, then uh, release your head. Let your chin come to rest on your sternum. Let your head be heavy. 
and exhale into whatever shape you've chosen here. If this is too intense, please um, take your feet further away from your body, make, make the bend a less intense in your hips, or you could also just bend one leg at a time. So I'll let you know when we're halfway through, if you've bent one leg, then you can bring the other leg into your bend and release the one that's bending right now. Okay, we're halfway through. So if you have one leg bent, go ahead and straighten it and bend the other leg. And also at this point, you might want to sink a little bit deeper into the fold, or perhaps you would like to walk out of it a little bit. So take a little adjustment that you may need here and then exhale into stillness. So this is a pretty micro yin form that we're taking right here. If it were a more traditional yin yoga class, we would probably hold it for about anywhere from four to six minutes. And I always laugh and if I'm honest, I get a little defensive when people say that yin yoga is simple and easy and it's not. It's really difficult to be still in discomfort but it's pretty much what life is like, learning to abide in discomfort. So I think a yin yoga practice is very powerful. Now, when you're ready, my suggestion for coming out of this is to walk your hands up your leg, legs, and um, even apply some pressure to your legs with your hands as you walk up and then walk your hands all the way behind you, behind your hips. So you're leaning back a little bit, move slowly. And then when you move slowly, you might notice that <laughs> sensation of the fascia. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. And then bending your knees with the soles of your feet on the ground, let your Swish your legs from the right to the left. So you're, I guess you're balanced on your, um, your sits bones. And you are swishing your legs to the left. Again, slowly, you're not moving quickly here. And then to the right. That a few times. And then come back up to a seat. Let's, I'm fond of tapping, so let's tap our legs. Tap into your lower back, your hips, 
insides of your legs, the outside, and then rub your hips, circles a little bit, your kneecaps. If you can reach, I can just reach your ankles. Give your ankles a little bit of a rub as well. And oh, I was just struck with inspiration. If you've got socks on, I've got slippers. Let's take them off and let's give our feet a little massage, yeah? And then we'll come into stillness. So if we were in person, I would be giving you a couple of drops of scented oil, but we're not. So maybe close your eyes for a moment and notice your surroundings. Can you, is there a, an aroma of anything pleasant that you can catch? I have a couple of sweet potatoes roasting in my oven and my house smells like vanilla cake right now. I love sweet potatoes. So that's what I can smell. Can you smell anything? Maybe you have some spring flowers on your dining table and you can catch a hint of their aroma. Or maybe you can hear some bird song outside. Or you can see the sunlight beyond your eyelids. All sorts of little hints that spring is just outside our door. So let's start with one foot. So hold one foot in your hand. You can even wrap, um, I'm, I'm doing my left foot. So I've got my left foot in my right hand and then I'm gonna wrap my left arm around my leg and I'm gonna rock my leg a little bit like it's a baby or a little kitten or a little puppy. <laughs> it's a little baby and I'm gonna rock it back and forth. That's just to um, release the hip a little bit. And I'm also, pressing on the sole of my foot. So I'm pressing my foot up into my ankle, up into my knee. So I'm kind of giving the femur a little bit of a direction here. I think that's a femur. I need, I need Sandra's here input on anatomy. <laughs> oh, the shin bone. And then take both hands and hold onto your foot. Bring your foot to rest. I'm resting it on my left foot on my right thigh. And take your thumbs underneath the toes where the toes meet the bed of your foot. And you begin to press along the root of all your toes. And then in between the big toe and the other four toes, there's a little uh, indentation, a little valley, and follow that valley with your thumbs down into the arch of your foot. <laughs> You're like me, there's probably a lot of tension right here. So press in there with your thumbs, and then keep pressing and come along now to the, to the heel of your foot, not the back of the ankle, but the heel of the foot, you know, that you stand on. And press in there. And then taking your um, hand and squeezing along the outer edge of your foot up to your toes. And then squeezing your toes. Taking your fingers and lacing them in between each toe. This is probably the only word I remember from anatomy class interdigitation. So you are putting your digits in your toes, you're interdigitating. <laughs> so you've got your fingers in your toes. And if you'd like, you can begin to circle your ankle a little bit. So circle in one direction, and then circle in the opposite direction as well. Release your fingers from between your toes, wiggle, wiggle your toes, and then finish by um, tapping your whole foot and brushing it a few times. And now put your, extend your leg, put your foot down, 
and good news, you probably have another foot, so another foot massage. So bring your uh, other foot now and hold it in your hand and wrap your arm around your leg and just gently rock back and forth here a little bit, applying a bit of pressure to the sole of your foot. And then bring your foot to rest on the opposite leg. And once again, with your thumbs, pressing into where the toes meet the foot. And then following that valley in between the big toe mound down to the arch of your foot, pressing into the arch. And then coming down to the heel of your foot, pressing in there. Wonder if anybody reads the soles of our feet. You know, we can read our palms. Wonder if people read the soles. <laughs> the things you think of when you're looking at your feet. And then begin to squeeze along the um, outer edge of your foot. So squeezing from the heel up to the toes. Do that a few times. And then squeeze across the toes. Squeeze the toes together into digitation time. So take your fingers and place them in between your toes. Huh. <laughs> and circle your ankle. Just circle it in one direction. My dog's looking at me like I'm nuts. And then circle in the opposite direction. And then release your fingers and once more tap your whole foot. Brush it off. Whew. And then extend your leg or match it to the other leg, however your other leg is. Just how do your feet feel now? Wiggle your toes a little bit, see if you can fan them out. Hmm. And then we'll get ready to come into stillness for a little bit or quiet. You're welcome to take quiet however you like. Some people like to walk around. So if you have um, a beverage close by and you want to take a couple of sips, maybe put socks back on or slippers, get a blanket. Find whatever you need to come into stillness. So let go of any um, breath control that you may have been practicing. Allow your breath to find its own rhythm once again. And I'll leave you in silence for about 10 minutes. And then I'll give you a few options for coming out.
Okay, how about a little reading from Padre Otoma's book, In the Shelter. So he starts with a stanza from a poem. This poem is by David Wagner and it's called Lost. Stand still. The trees ahead and bushes beside you are not lost. Wherever you are is called here and you must treat it as a powerful stranger. The truth of this poem is an old truth. There are places you wish to, grow, to go. There are places you desperately wish you never left. There are places you imagine you should be. And there is the place called here. In the world of Wagner's poem, it is the rooted things, trees and bushes, to tell the truth to the person who is lost. The person must stand still, feel their body still on the ground where they are in order to learn the wisdom. And this is not an easy wisdom. It is a frightening wisdom. So stand still, the poet advises. Learn from the things that are already in the place where you wish you were not. Stand still. The trees ahead and the bushes beside you are not lost. Wherever you are is called here and you must treat it as a powerful stranger. You're welcome to stay exactly as you are. And I thank you for sharing your practice with me today, for attending to your own needs, for sowing some seeds of self-compassion. May they take root and blossom and bloom and be a benefit for everyone being compassionate to yourself will only make this a better world. <laughs>